So enough of that mournful music. Uh, this is Dan Sang coming up uh, on Subversity here on KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Um, today is uh, the last day, actually, of the KUCI 40th Anniversary Fund Drive. And uh, we'll ask continuing to solicit your pledges so that this station and shows like this one, uh, like Subversity, can continue to be played on this station. Uh, alternative viewpoints, uh, like over the years, we've had uh, lots of people on that wouldn't otherwise not be uh, given a platform to present their views. People like Bill Ayers, who was uh, pilloried in the media last year, especially by the right, uh, for being a terrorist and for Obama associating with terrorists, like terrorists like him, so-called, and um, of course, uh, he came online uh, on the show to talk about what it was like um, to be pilloried, uh, to be a persona non grata um, by the media and by many Democrats even, who didn't want anything to do with him. Um, but he gave us advice on education reform that um, who knows if uh, people listening were able to um, bring that to Washington. <clears throat> We've also recently been covering alternative filmmakers here on KUCI. So if you uh, can, do contribute. Go on the website at KUCI.org, click on the 40th Anniversary Fund Drive uh, link there, or you can call 824-5824-949, area code. Uh, This is Dan Sang with Subversity. We are going to be focusing today on student activism uh, contrary to rumors, it is not dead. It's still going on. And so we'll be um, talking to an activist who's organizing in the region in Southern California and letting us know what is happening up in our sister campuses, especially at Berkeley, where recently a um, union activist who works on campus was arrested by the police and his name turned over to the immigration authorities, ICE. Um, for possible deportation. So the students up in Berkeley are now asking that the University of California at Berkeley be declared a sanctuary, uh, sanctuary from ICE raids. And, uh, of course, Berkeley is off. The city itself is already a sanctuary. The police there do not cooperate with ICE. And um, the question is, should you see Berkeley also become a sanctuary for undocumented workers so that they do not get arrested on the job. Should the university collaborate with ICE and um, move to get rid of undocumented workers? There's also a campaign to get uh, undocumented students um, recognized and allowed to stay here to finish their work on campus and their studies and be able to integrate into the society. So that's all, those are all the hot issues that we'll be um, talking about as we uh, continue our interview, um, uh, begin our interview later on this show. But to donate to KUCI, do call 824-5824, area code 949 if you support 
alternative programming and music at UC at UC Irvine on this alternative station KUCI that like everyone else is suffering the effects of the recession and so needs your support to continue its high quality programming and alternative viewpoints uh, that are broadcast in this region and on the internet throughout the world. So do continue to support this station by listening and by pledging. And you can pledge by going online at KUCI.org and support this station and its alternative programming. This is Dan Sang with Subversity here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And you can also click on the web page for Subversity at KUCI.org slash Subversity. This is Dan Sang with Subversity. We're going to take a break, and we'll, when we come back, we ho- can um, hopefully begin our program on, um, on this uh, rise of student activism uh, challenging the state across many campuses in, of the UC. Hi, back to Subversity here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Uh, today we're going to be talking about campus activism uh, is not dead. And with us is... Uh, uh, hi. Uh, hi. It's Hoku Jeffrey uh, who's calling in uh, to be on the show. And he's the Southern California organizer for BAM. B-A-M-N. Uh, maybe you could uh, let our listeners know what that stands for. Uh, sure. Um, uh, for short, it's uh, by any means necessary. Uh, the full name of BAM, though, is a bit longer. It's uh, the Coalition to Defend Affirmative Action, uh, Integration, uh, and Immigrant Rights, and Fight for Equality by Any Means Necessary. And so that, when did the group start? Uh, we formed in um, 1995 uh, oh, at wow. the U- University of California, Berkeley, uh, in response to the uh, um, uh, attack, the initial, the initiation of the attacks on um, affirmative action. And you were a student uh, uh, later there, right? Um, I I joined right around that time. Oh. Uh, I, I just I had just graduated from. Um, from um, community college. I mean, I'm sorry, from high school. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So um, wh- maybe you could update us about um, what is happening at Berkeley right now. Uh, the police went in and arrested a, a worker on campus um, and then reported his name to the immigration authorities. Um, so what was that all about? Um, well, um, I, well, I, I don't, I don't, um, being in the Southern California coordinator, I don't, I don't know. Um, what I do know is, is that, and that we've, um, we've had, we've had a, a rally and a march and a, another, we're going to be having, holding another march, but basically, um, what it, what it appears to be is the university in some form or other cooperating with, um, with, uh, with ICE, with the immigration police. Uh, to um, to uh, in the in the arrest and um, 
in the arrest of a of an immigrant worker who was an AFSCME employee um, who was active in the in the union. And uh, anyway, we think it's completely unacceptable and um, to be a place of to be a public university. Um, it's it's uh, and the place of intellectual honesty. Um, the Berkeley ha- Berkeley and all university campuses have to be a place where people can feel free to live, learn, and work without fear of being being arrested and deported. And uh, that's that's currently the opposite of what's happening at at Berkeley. And um, we're we're fighting it. We um, we uh, intend to win and get uh, Jesus uh, released. This is the name of the, the employee that was arrested. Yeah, Jesus Gutierrez. Yeah, and um, he worked in the. Uh, food, uh, food uh, eatery on campus, the uh, Clark uh, Dining Halls, I guess, huh? Yeah, and the, the ICE had walked right onto the, or they walked, or, well, from what Jesus says, it was either somebody who identified themselves as a UC police officer and somebody who identified themselves as an ICE agent just walked right onto the, uh, into the dorm, asked for him, and um, he was turned over by a manager, and uh, they arrested him there. So he's now actually in state uh a uh, state pri- uh, local prison, huh? Yeah. Uh, a jail. Uh, yeah. Awaiting charges on uh, use of a uh, uh, invalid uh, social security number. Right. They they claim that he uh, that he stole it, which you know. Anyway, you can get you, you every everyone gets every every immigrant who's employed gets a gets a social security number. They don't they don't steal it. <laughs> Somebody they get it they get it from somewhere, and you know. And yeah, so sometimes the number is from someone else. Actually, the I think the Supreme Court just ruled that if you are arrested just for social security number fraud, it's not uh, a deportable if offense apparently. Right? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there's some legal uh, issues about uh, that uh, relate to this. Right. Um, the students there seem to be also asking for uh, making Berkeley a sanctuary. Uh, right. What, what is that? What does that mean? Um, that that basically means that that the uh, university would not be cooperating in any way with with um, the arrest and deportation of uh, students or employees on the campus. Um, is basically what it would mean. And uh, Berkeley is already a sanctuary. Uh, the city. The city of Berkeley is yes. Mm-hmm. Do you know right. how how that came about? You know, I don't I don't know exactly the situation of of the city of Berkeley, but I do know that. Um, that uh, in recent in recent past the the cities in the Bay Area, I think it was I, for sure Oakland, and I can't and I think San Francisco too had redeclared themselves to be sanctuary cities, but um, a number of the cities in that area have had that that status for some time. So that um, that means the police would not the local police would not uh, try to round up uh, undocumented but, workers. Yeah, it's it's that, and then also um, uh, public institutions don't you know won't share information with with the with the uh, immigration police that kind of thing. Yeah. So in this case, it turns out that according to the lawyer, I read the piece in the Daily Californian, uh, which is the campus newspaper up in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. It looks like that the university uh, turned over this guy's name to ICE, right? And right. So that he is in danger of being deported. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So have there already? There's been rallies up in Berkeley, and um, are folks down here also planning uh, events. Yeah, well, we we sp- spoke with the um, 
uh, AFSCME uh, organizers down here in Southern California, and uh, they're they're definitely um, 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 they're definitely planning on taking action, and uh, we we're going to be holding a, a forum, a public hearing on camp, campus climate um, at UCLA, um, which we're um, we definitely are going to be making that that question um, of uh, Jesus's release uh, a part of the public hearing because it's definitely um, uh, it's definitely something that that shape, shapes the campus the climate on the campus um, for for um, undocumented for immigrant students and and workers so so yeah we're definitely going to be talking about it in Los Angeles of course and other campuses uh, many of the students are undocumented and they now face a catch-22 they're allowed to go to school mm-hmm. but, uh, when they graduate they really can't find a job legally um, so what what is this dream act uh, what is that about right well uh, it um, the dream act is, would would make it possible for um, immigrant students undocumented students to get uh, financial aid and a, and a pathway towards citizenship and um, but but yeah you're right I mean it's it's this is this is um second second class institutionalized second class uh, second class treatment for uh, undocumented immigrant students uh, every every undo- every undocumented student knows when they graduate that they're going to have that their li- life opportunities are going to be less than their peers simply because they were born in another country and um and you know America says that it's a place of equal opportunity and equality, and but to, and to make that real, to make those words not just hollow, empty words, uh, undocumented immigrant students have to be able to get financial aid and a pathway towards citizenship, which is you know what the Dream Act is. So yeah, it didn't pass Congress last time round, but uh, do you think it's going? Uh, is it more hopeful this time? Oh yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, there's there's no there's no um, there's no what's the word. There's no excuse this time for it not to pass, especially with a Democratic Party controlled controlled Congress and a Democratic Party president. Um, you know, there's just it ought to pass. So, um, pass. yeah, what, what was the was it mostly Republicans blocking it last time? You think? Well, I, I don't. I, it wasn't so much. It wasn't that. I think. I think for the last period of time when the when um. I mean, it's had bipartisan support both times. I think, I think uh, that the um, the um, I think both sides uh, have been have been raising the question, uh, not with the intent of passing it, but um, mainly to get votes. Um, and that's that's uh, been certainly the case uh, in California with the with the Democrats. I mean, it's been raised. I think it's the this is the fourth year now. Um, Democratic Party controlled legislature and it gets passed both times but then but then nobody fights for it to get signed by Schwarzenegger obviously if the Democrats were to make it like you know a campaign a campaign elector key issue then Schwarzenegger would have signed it he would have had to have signed it um, and uh, but but they haven't it's kind of just been raised for show to get votes I thought it's a federal law hmm? I thought it was a federal law oh there's there's um it's a there's a the, a fed, the federal Dream Act, and then oh, different okay. states have also have also been putting it forward. Um, California's put it forward. Now this is the fourth year that it's been put forward. Oh, okay, so you're talking yeah. about that the success at the state level is 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 likely. 
Well, I think either. I think it could be either or. I mean, that's oh. we've been we've been fighting for it to be passed here, federal level. Kind of, I think wherever it passes, wherever it passes first, definitely paves the way for for passage of um, you know passage in other states and yeah yeah. yeah. What yeah. happens with a student currently? Um, they have to get a certain. Uh, they have to be in high school for a certain number of years before they can. Uh, Come right, to university or something. Uh, it's it's um it's what the dream what the the dream act says is that if you if you um if you've been uh, in high school for uh, uh, an American high school for three years, I believe it is. Yeah. Um. Well, what it is is you can you can as an immigrant student you can apply to any college you want to, um, and you can be admitted. To any college that accepts you, um, no matter how long you've been in a in an American high school, um, they just don't they just don't provide you financial aid. And what the Dream Act says is that if you've been in an American high school for three years, then you um, and you graduate and you be you're admitted to a college campus, then you you'd be eligible for financial aid. And the what the Federal Dream Act does is it makes you uh, it makes immigrant students uh, residents. Oh. Um, in order to in order to qualify them for for the financial aid, and so that's how that's how it opens up a pathway towards being able to become a citizen. So then, once you once they graduate, um, then they could you know they could apply for for citizenship. Right now, without the Dream Act, or what are they treated as um, as residents? Uh, right now, without the Dream Act. Um, yeah. uh, they get to, in, in, I think it varies state by state. Um, in, uh, so basically the, the answer would be no. Um, I mean, so that's the thing with immigration laws. It's very arbitrary. It's very, it's very, um, different states have different laws. There's, it's, in some, it very much doesn't make sense a lot of the time. But basically, if you're in, if in California, for example, um, you, uh, you can pay in-state tuition. Um, it used to be that you had to pay out-of-state tuition as an undocumented immigrant. Right, right. Um, but they passed this uh, AB 540 law. Oh yeah. So now, if you have AB 540 status, then you can you can pay in-state tuition, but you're still not a resident. Yeah, and the problem, of course, is when you graduate, you don't right. have the papers to get get uh, a legal job. In, right. In the U.S. Right. Yeah. Right. So that is the catch-22. <laughs> they they let you come here to study. Oh, right. Stay in school to study, but then when you get out, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Um, and how how many people do you think are affected by this? Oh, you know the um, the uh, national figures are was it, what do they say sixty five thousand? But honestly, but honestly, I think it's higher than that. Um, I mean, there's there's whole schools. I mean, there, there's whole schools in Los Angeles that that. Um, where the numbers are, you know, 80% and above who are undocumented. And, you know, sure, that's sure it's the case that a lot of, a lot of the students in, in these schools go, end up going to the military or, you know, the dropout rates in, in L.A. are quite high. Um, but having, the Dream, having something like the DREAM Act passed does just raise people's, it would just raise people's expectations, their aspirations. Um, it would give more people increased hope that there's more opportunity out there. Um, For sure. Do, right now, with the military, what do they do? Do they admit anybody? They don't care what the immigration status is? Yeah, basically. Um, what, uh, th I know that there was one soldier that I remember they 
uh, he got his citizenship. I think it was Bush under Bush uh, gave him his citizenship um, on his deathbed. Um, mm. So yeah, yeah. Because right now they can, yeah. Because uh, actually, it turns out you can fight for America without being a citizen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. They just yeah. want bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like um, you know, human uh, chain kind of thing. Uh, yeah. This is supply this chain. Is, this is very much. I mean, there's there's um, this is. This is very much like the old Jim Crow. I mean, you know, there was a the, um, immigrant in uh, Pennsylvania, I believe he was Mexican, beaten to death by, I think it was two or three um, uh, racist white guys. Um, and they, and the all-white jury acquitted, acquitted, right, acquitted right. them. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, where, you know, a Latino person or a black person's life isn't worth, isn't worth anything. Yeah, yeah. So in terms of um, the local schools here, uh, you've helped also organize uh, walkouts, right? Have you organized walkouts or, or demonstrations on uh, for immigration rights? Yeah. Um, uh, since uh, spring 2006, the historic uh, marches all over the country, yeah, we've, um, we've been um, able to organize um, uh, walkouts and demonstrations, petition gathering uh, to win the... Uh, Cesar Chavez uh, state uh, birthday holiday to be win official recognition in in um, LA Unified. Um, basically, it's been state law for the last I think it's nine years now, and uh, uh, but but the places where the Latino population, immigrant population, is the largest, um, the school districts had basically have basically ignored it. Uh, no school wide assemblies. No. Um, no day off like the Martin Luther King holiday or President's Day, um, and just uh, was it, March just before March 31st, uh, his the Chavez holiday, the uh, school district in LA voted unanimously to to uh, make it an official holiday in, in LA Unified. Um, finally, you know, after after um, all these years, and um, definitely a result of the. Uh, student mobilizing the walkouts around it, and um, yeah, and we just had uh, walkouts uh, this May first um, around the district, cutting their planning on currently gave pink slips to five thousand teachers and other school staff are facing uh, being laid off at the end of the school year. Yeah, and yeah. so it's obviously having a big impact um, across LA, and so. Um, there were walkouts we organized from schools in LA to protest the uh, for the Dream Act and um, to stop the uh, the layoffs. On the Cesar Chavez Day, um, uh, I'm a bit confused. If it was state law, how come it was up to each district whether or not to do anything about it? Right, it's it's similar to um, it's similar to um, the King holiday. Um, you know, it was um, passed as a um, national law, but then. A bunch of states. I think it was most most um, uh, commonly known of was uh, Arizona that held out um, for a long time, not recognizing the holiday. Oh. And um, and then, but there had then there had to be a fight. You know, the petitions gathered, marches um, to get the holiday officially recognized, um, and then it finally was. And same same thing with the Cesar Chavez holiday. I mean, I think basically, just school districts. Um, if they have to, they have to. There has to be a negotiation process with the uh, unions. And the board, you know, to get to get the um, the day off, and I guess the, the you know the districts just uh, ignored it up until now. Do you think the um, have schools been using that day to educate 
people about uh, Chicano history? You said have they been? Have they been, or will they do it? Oh, well, yeah, now. Um, they hadn't been before. I mean, if you ask if you ask students generally in L.A. Unified if they've had any kind of anything about Cesar Chavez, they'll say no. Um, they don't hardly even have assemblies about anything at all in, in a bunch of the schools. Um, uh, so, but it, you know, for the first time ever, um, the last couple of years, we've been getting assemblies and um, discussions had in schools about Cesar Chavez and the holiday. So um, definitely uh, the youth of L.A. are breaking new ground on this. So, yeah. Do you but feel, yeah, yeah, when you're organizing young people, do you find them um, getting any history about uh, the history of struggle in this country? No. <laughs> yeah, really, no. I mean, there's, um, uh, yeah, not a lot. Not a lot. Are, nope. there, are there some schools that are better than others? Or some classes better? Some schools? Um, oh, oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's inequality within the L.A. Unified. I mean, that's why uh, the district had won the, um, uh, that's why there had been a fight for uh, integrate to, that won the integration program or the, the uh, magnet school busing program. Oh, I see. Oh. I, I meant in terms of, uh, not in terms of just, uh, I mean, just in terms of better, in terms of, uh, I, I meant in terms of, better in terms of uh, educating about the history of oh. activism. Um, I mean, it's generally been left up to um, individual teachers. Yeah, yeah um, that's but, the problem, yeah. But you can, but you can, yeah, and so that's, that's the, you know, why it's been important for it to have one, the district recognizing it, Um you know, and it's it's definitely in a bunch of the schools. I mean, we had just to give you an example uh, in one of the magnet schools. It's one of the best schools in um, in uh, L.A. L.A. and uh, Bravo Bravo Magnet. Hmm. Uh, one of uh, we had a group of students try uh, fight to get an assembly um, at their school, and the the response of one of of the administration was to suggest that they should just have a fashion show um, with uh, about Latino stereotypes with a, a picture of a farm worker on the on the back wall while the fashion show is happening um, in or and that 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 would be suggesting that would be sufficient um, as a recognition of the of the holiday and of course obviously that that was just not acceptable and um students were collecting petitions about it and um huh. and then and you know and then did for the first time ever get an assembly on the Caesar on Caesar Chavez holiday where there was actually some initial some discussion about Caesar Chavez um and so yeah it's, it's been a fight i mean even just to get the assemblies yeah 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 of course the filipino farm workers were very active in the right. United Farm Workers also. Right. So it right. wasn't so just they, uh, Latino workers that were involved. Right, and so they talked about that too at the assembly. And, you know, there's just so much, there's just so much about, um, yeah, like you're, what you're saying, like integrated struggle, which, which um, young people in L.A. Would, would, you know, it would be very important for young people in L.A. to, to learn about that kind of thing. And um, so we're starting to get some of that discussion now. Right. Uh, do you know if uh, in the L.A. is there more uh, communication... <laughs> Or more collaboration, sorry, a collaboration between, say, UCLA and uh, and the community uh, on these issues to, uh, you know, to send uh, faculty or students, uh, university students to the community to do classes or, or things like that? 
You know, I don't. Oh, there's definitely. Um, I know that UCLA has a teacher education program, uh, urban sure, yeah. teaching program, and so I know they they um, there's teachers who kind of all over the district who've uh, graduated or who are part of that program um, that I meet all the time. Um, I mean, that's why I know of. I mean, I know um, we've gotten students to doing um, presentations in the high schools that you know are part of our BAM group there. Um, we definitely try to do that, I mean, but that's that's um, you know the extent of you know what I'm aware of. Uh, we're talking with uh, Hoku uh, Jeffrey, and um, who's a local organizer, a regional organizer in the South uh, Southern California for BAMN, which is by any means necessary. And you started off uh, fighting for this group. Started off fighting for affirmative action. What what is the status of that struggle now? Um, well. Um, I'll say, I mean, we've, we've definitely, uh, succeeded in, in blunting the, uh, the extent of the attack nationally. Um, I see that the Ward Connerly and the, the, the right wing, um, in, intended when they initiated the attack to have the complete resegregation of, um, colleges and universities and contracting, um, all over the country and, um, and school integration plans. And we've, we've, um, We've presented the full, you know, the um, full realization of, of that of that aim on their part, and um, uh, we we actually just uh, over the summer uh, beat Ward Connerly. He was trying to get uh, initiatives to ban affirmative action programs passed uh, in five different states, and we actually beat him in uh, I believe it was four out of five of the states, and. Um, and especially in Arizona, where he called ground zero um, of the attack, and we we beat him there. We had a small team of organizers, about 20 organizers, young people, and he had millions of dollars, and we definitely did not have anywhere near that. Um, in the 120-degree heat, um, we did uh, voter education and petition blocking, and uh, we we stopped him. Um, and uh, obviously, is a great victory. And um, and uh, I know in California now there's a case uh, proceeding. Uh, the attorney general um, is weighing in on a, I believe it's a contracting case that um, where the attorney general is weighing in um, basically against Proposition 209, which is a state initiative that banned affirmative action programs. So I know that case is still pending, um, but but. Um, Basically, things are things are looking looking up um, uh, for the defense of affirmative action programs, which definitely uh, California can use because um, like the UC campuses are very much um, very much uh, resegregating, um, and uh, the numbers of uh, black and Latino and other minor underrepresented minority students are very very low um, on the campuses, particularly at UCLA and Berkeley. Do they um, at the um I know under federal law they still have to observe affirmative action. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, so, and there's been a Supreme Court ruling to that effect, yeah. So how does that work in practice? I mean, they, well, how does the admission officer, for instance, oh, is that for work? Is that more for work, I think? Uh, no, the, 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 uh, there was a, well, for employment and education, I mean, there was a, what was it, uh, 2003, um, we um, successfully got, 
Rutter v. Bollinger, the um, University of Michigan Affirmative Action Court cases. Yeah. Um, we took them up to the U.S. Supreme Court and we, we won. And uh, so basically universities have the legal sanction to be using affirmative action. Um, what the Ward Connerly and the right wing has done is they've attempted to get around that by getting ballot initiatives passed state by state, and that, that was their what their recent effort was all about um, over the summer, getting their, getting, um, I believe it was uh, Colorado, Nebraska, Missouri, Arizona, and uh, they got it passed in Michigan, and um, I'm I'm forgetting one of the states right now, but but yeah, um, so that's what they that's what they've been t- attempting to get around it. And California, of course, has had the ban since '96. Um, so so yeah, so that's um, that's how that had worked. So uh, in terms of uh, initiatives coming down the road, I know the the media has been. Uh, I know that was it. The LA Times did a editorial this week on. Um, I think uh, early times on the um, initiative to try to get, they're trying to get votes now. Uh, I'll get uh, signatures, sorry, uh, for a petition to put on the ballot to um, exclude uh, children of undocumented All right. uh, workers, even if they are, even if they're born here or what? Yeah, 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 and basically so, because currently if you're a child of an immigrant, you're born in the U.S., you're a citizen, they're trying to change that, yep. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's the, that's the right wing in America. This is the, this is the face of, 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 of racism, of the new Jim Crow. Yeah, it's permanent, they want permanent second class treatment for Latino and immigrant communities. That's what, that's what they're aiming at, that's what they're trying to get. See, currently, of course, the, this nativity issue, right? If you're born here, you're considered a citizen mm-hmm. um, uh, automatically. And right. they're trying to say, well, you know, if you got your parents got here or your mother, father got here illegally, then you shouldn't have that right. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So is there, do you think there's support in the, in the state of, among voters for that initiative? Well, we'll see. We'll see if it gets on the ballot. I mean, a lot of these, um, which we found in Arizona, the um, a lot of this um, ballot initiative signature gathering process is fraudulent. It's just it's just fraud. Um, they lie to people. Um, what what and, do you mean? How do they lie? Well, I'll just give you an example with the affirmative what the affirmative action initiative. Um, they um, they would um, trying to think of um, examples. Um, they would tell people that, um, well, a lot of it, they, they were getting, um, they, they had uh, tables set up outside of um, uh, homeless shelters. And so, of course, if you're um, getting signatures from homeless people, a lot of them aren't going to be registered voters, um, and a lot of them weren't. Uh, they were recruiting signature gatherers from the homeless shelters, too. Um, they had, they had, people giving away chips and cigarettes and soda for signatures. Um, and um, they would tell people that it was um, a petition for equality, for um, uh, help black children get into college, you know, this kind of thing. They just basically lie to people. And, um, uh, wow. and actually the way that it got disqualified was there wasn't, there, they didn't have enough valid signatures. So you, um, it's not valid if you are not a registered voter. Um. Or, or you have yes, to. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be a registered voter. Yeah. To to be to sign it. Yeah. 
Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Well, to be to be valid anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be valid for the for the initiative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what well, do you think? Uh, I mean, some people. Th- I mean, it seems to me that uh, peop- these uh, right-wing groups uh, take the initiative route because they can't do it in the legislature. They're kind of doing an end run around the mm-hmm. legislative process. Right. Um, is is that true? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean the 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 um the se- the popular sentiment very much in America is for is for steps to be taken in the direction of rights for immigrants, not not backwards. Um, I mean, yeah. I think that's reflected in the the Federal Dream Act being having consistently having bipartisan support. Oh, huh. It's you know everybody, all, all Democrats and Republicans both know that that. Um, that they have some sense that to be to be electable, you have to be you have to be in you know in support of, of immigrants. You can't be seen as an immigrant basher. I mean, even even McCain, who was considered you know to be to be you know kind of the next George Bush in office, was one of the people who had consistently been a supporter of the Federal Dream Act. Oh, huh. And and Bush himself was also for you know wasn't he for uh, like uh, changing reforming the immigration oh, yeah. process mm-hmm. to yeah. to get it um, get it more legalized supposedly yeah uh, mm-hmm. yep so um, how about that on that front uh, beyond the Dream Act what do you think the prospects of immigration reform uh, is uh, in the Congress. I think we can. I can. I think we can win. For example, the Dream Act right now. Oh. I, I think we can win it right now. But I think. I think um, more of the. I think we need. We need. We need to continue to uh, build the. Um, build. Get the mobilization going of the of young people. It's. It's definitely clear. Um, in from the last recent period that that too many of the mainstream organizations, uh, labor unions, civil rights, immigrant rights groups, community organizations, um, are. Uh, that could be doing more are standing too much on the sidelines because they're they're um, uh, ambivalent about getting the Dream Act raised unless it's attached to something, unless it's attached to um, to uh, anti-immigrant measures. Oh, I see. Oh. And um, and so that that's the that's the current thing we're we're up against. But um, yeah. but yeah, but it could pass now. Huh. So um, do you think uh, in terms of Student struggles on campuses. What are the other issues? Uh, I, today, I, I read the local paper. There was a, a article, an article about sweatshops, uh, about um, clothing made for UCs that are made by um, some company that has uh, oh, right. sweatshops uh, in some yeah. con- in some country abroad. Right. Oh yeah, that that's been a kind of um, consistent issue on the uh, college campuses. I mean, a lot of their a lot of their uh, the furniture, the was it um, the clothes that they the clothes that they sell. I mean, I know the furniture that they make. A lot, some of them, I remember at Berkeley, comes from um, uh, even, prison manufactured yeah. prison labor. Oh, even furniture! Wow. Yeah, and so um, um, but I definitely think uh, you know this uh, this is a new area of new era of student activism, and um, there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of um, I think different different organizing efforts that students are um, going to be leading and participating in. I think the main thing is is um, being able to um, you know bring them all together, unite them, 
and um, and yeah, with the common with the common you know agreed upon perspective of um, fighting racism and and um, and um, yeah, so yeah. At uh, I think the article in the New U, uh, the campus paper at UC Irvine, says that as of April 29, UCI is joining the has been joining I guess uh, a growing number of schools who are boycotting uh, Russell Athletics, a company that provides many of our UCI T-shirts, uh, sweatshirts. Sorry. Oh, got you. Uh huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. and gotcha. one that allegedly violated a number of fair labor laws with yeah. the recent closing of a factory. All right, gotcha. Yeah, and so that's uh, some update there. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, on the on your campus before on Ber- at Berkeley, did you work on the disorientation guide? Disorientation guide. Yeah, you know that's a guide that kind of exposes the kind of more radical history of the campus and uh, or or the or the powers that be on each campus on a on a particular campus. Some schools have disorientation guides. Um, I, well, I don't, maybe Berkeley does not. I mean, I graduated in 2003, I think it was, so I, I, that might be something new. Yeah, uh, they, they do have a, they do have a guide, uh, and, uh, some students here are planning to meet on Thursday, uh, Tuesday, tomorrow, at 8 o'clock at, at Anthill Pub, at the pub, in, uh-huh. uh, uh, on campus at the Student Center to talk, uh, to talk about organizing, um, a group to write. Uh, this uh, this new or disorientation guide it would be a new uh-huh. one for UC Irvine, and the faculty, oh. students, and staff are encouraged to come to this meeting, gotcha. uh, according to a, a release from the Radical Student Union on campus here uh-huh. at Irvine. Uh, and basically, it's a uh, it's a it's a, uh, a uh, you know in, you know you know every campus has an orientation. But this is kind of a more progressive orientation. Uh, it uh, it gives maps. Uh, they, what they plan to do is like have tactical maps where weapons research takes place, uh, agri uh, uh, chemical uh, some kind of chemical burial sites. They said, and uh, look at UCI UC power structure. Know your faculty, radical teachers, and uh, lecturers, and uh, and those who make the most money. They say. And uh, huh. and issues affecting the UCI community, including AB 540, yeah. a- animal rights, uh, labor, divestment, uh, and uh, a directory of radical and activist groups on campus, and a radical history of UCI and the OC. Uh, so that's so. This is kind of a a new project that uh, some students here are hoping to uh, kick off, hmm. and they. They uh, on the Subversity blog. Actually, there's a link from the Subversity site to this. Uh, you can actually look at guides from Columbia, Notre Dame, NYU, Harvard, uh, Berkeley, U.S. Santa, uh, UC Santa Cruz, sorry, and some other guides. Uh, there are links there that um, was sent out by this Radical Student Union in their press release on May 8th. Yeah. So um, anyway, I want to thank you for coming on the show at such short notice. Sure. And um, good luck with your work. Okay, great. Thank you. And uh, thank you very much. All right. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. So that was... Uh, so that was uh, Hoku um, Jeffrey, who's a Southern California regional um, uh, coordinator for the 
anti, uh, anti not anti, it's a pro-affirmative action uh, uh, movement uh, group that uh, now has uh, spun off to tackle other issues such as immigrant rights and undocumented workers' rights uh, by any means necessary. And it started off at Berkeley and it was a coalition of, uh, of activists uh, around the state now uh, that's been trying to raise these issues. And uh, at Berkeley, of course, uh, the current case involves uh, AFSCME union activists who has been trying to um, um, see if his uh, case can be resolved without deportation. He was arrested. The campus police came to his workplace at a dining hall and, uh, and arrested him. And now there's a threat of deportation because he apparently is undocumented. Uh, this is Dan Tsang. Uh, we are getting some interference here. And uh, uh, we're at the, on the last day of our fund drive, the KUCI's uh, 40th anniversary fund drive. And you can um, check the website at 824-5824, area code, uh, I mean, call in at 824-5824, area code 949, or check the website at KUCI.org. Um, you're listening to Subversity Here Show here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Um, this is the last day of our KUCI 40th anniversary fund drive. Uh, do call in at 824-5824, area code 949 to pledge. And you can also go online at um, KUCI.org to see what kind of premiums you can get. Uh, for your pledge. Uh, there's a host of uh, CDs and uh, T-shirts and other things, other goodies that uh, can be yours for pledging to support this alternative programming here on KUCI. Um, the um, recession, of course, has hit the university just as anywhere else, and also this station in particular. And so we need to ask more for your support to uh, support the ongoing programming here at KUCI where most of the uh, the all the uh, programmers are not paid to be on uh, doing their show uh, there's a few staff that are paid to- token amounts to run the station but um, most of us are not uh, paid employees and we are all volunteers really the DJs and the public affairs hosts and so um, this is a labor of love uh, this commitment to bring you alternative programming and news and alternative music here at the station. So do your part. Do support alternative programming here on KUCI. Uh, Over this year, we've been um, happy that we've been able to bring you alternative voices here on this show that might not otherwise... uh, be available here and um, we've uh, for instance the last few years we've been we've been taken we've been able to uh, bring you um, programming with uh, all sorts of people that you might not necessarily hear on the air Uh, for example we have um, brought you um, the words uh, of 
activists such as uh, um, uh, Bill Ayers, who was pilloried in the in the campaign for the presidency, a former Weather Underground um, person uh, who later became a top uh, education reform person. Uh, we had him on the show here on KUCI, and um, after the uh, whole furor over uh, the, his ties to Obama, and even during the furor, uh, the right wing uh, picked up uh, audio of our show and put it on Fox News and other uh, right wing programs to try to pillory him uh, without success, luckily. Um, and so this is the type of alternative programming that you wouldn't hear on mainstream media. We've also brought you many film directors of independent films that have played in the region, uh, films uh, from Vietnam as well as films here. And we've looked at uh, um, film directors as well as not only film directors but also actors in many films, actors and actresses. And we've also taken um, kind of different look at this whole issue of gay marriage. Uh, what it leaves out, um, what this whole legalization of gay marriage uh, leaves out in terms of people that are not married and don't want to get married. Um, so Subversity is able to bring you these programming because of your support of KUCI. And that is really a good thing that you support alternative programming here on, um, in Orange County. Orange County has changed. Uh, uh, last year, this past year, I've done an exhibit at Langston Library on immigrant lives in the OC. And one of the clear-cut uh, results of that exhibit, or in the research for the exhibit, is finding out that Orange County is now much more diverse, of course, than people assume in TV series like the OC. And it is now actually majority non-white uh, Orange County is. And um, that's a change. That's totally a change. And shows like this station, like this one on this station, uh, are able to reflect the ch changing reality of, uh, of Orange County um, and bring you voices that represent the current and the future of Orange County voices that are not otherwise um, heard. So do call in 949-824-5824 and show your support for this station. This is Dan Zhang signing off for Subversity, and we had with us as a guest um, Hoku uh, Jeffrey, who is an organizer for to organize young people in the region about a host of issues, including immigrant rights. Um, this show during this uh, hour. This is Dan Chang signing off for Subversity. The opinions expressed on the show were not necessarily those of the Regents of the University of California nor the management of KUCI.